Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Blacksmith's Furnace with me, Robert. With me, Pete. And me, Mo. Yeah, this See, is... it was calm today, yeah? There was nothing like... Obviously, have... I, just, I just ruined it afterwards, but there was nothing like M dot whatever. It was just Mo, innit? Yeah? Me, Mo. Yeah? Uh, we're in the car today. We are going to go and record with some babes. Chips! <laughs> it's it's a drive-by shooting today. We're going to FPL Cafe. Going to I like the repeat, I just had to clarify. <laughs> we're going to go shoot with some babes. Like... Nah, 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 you know what? Faith Girl Cafe, yeah? <laughs> what do you think this is? We've, we've been shouting out Faith Girl Cafe for a while, so if you haven't seen their episodes, and I say seen because it's a video episode, mm. it's not like an audio podcast. Um, if you haven't seen it as of yet, definitely have a look. Um, Faith Girl Walks or Her Her Walk Her Walk Her, her walk, walk TV, her walk TV on um, YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, yeah. it's it a channel. They've got different stuff on it as well. Mm. So have a look on it. Nancy Talk, Nancy Meets. Yeah, and the, Faith Girl Cafe. With Angela, I got featured on that as well. So check that out. Yeah, I saw that one. You were looking yeah. a bit angry in that person. <laughs> I was looking a bit angry. <laughs> okay, because we're pressed for time, mm. <laughs> we thought we'd play a game of after dinner arguments. Mm. Um, Peter and I did uh, a round of this before. Yeah, with the Peter's snakes. Fam, you weren't here. Anyway, so we've got our questions out. Oh no. They're bare sneaking. Who's gonna go first? I'll go first. Right, I'll back first? that, yeah? Alright. So right. questions are random. Yeah. You get, you get fe- so I, I, I read the question, then you've got 30 seconds to answer it. Who's timing it? I'm timing it. Okay, cool. Okay? Yeah. Alright, first question. It starts after you start answering the question. Yeah. Okay. Not after you ask the yeah. How worried are you about able to how worried are you about being able to afford to live on your pension when you retire? Do you know what? Um, I don't. I don't really know. You know, I've never really thought about it. Obviously, I'm thinking about pensions now, working and stuff, but I haven't really thought about will I be able to live on it. So currently, I'm not really worried about it because I haven't thought about it. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, Peter, you're next. Uh, personally, quite worried um, because. No, 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 no. New question. No, no, we all give our opinions. Oh, do question. we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, oh, so you may get to think, but I'm getting nah. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> That's how it works. I you go. Anyway, yeah, so personally, a little bit worried um, because, like, to have a decent amount of money or a money, any sort of money similar to what you're making whilst you're working, you have to pay, like, ridiculous amounts into your pension. So a little bit worried, but having to think about, like, investments and other avenues mm-hmm. uh, to get some money. So that's what I'm thinking of to, like, kind of buffer what pension I do get. Cool. Now your turn. Okay. For me, um, honestly, I haven't thought about this at all. I'm thinking about this now. I think the plan is if worst comes to worst, I'll build a house in Ghana, go live there. I thought we were about to say secure babes. No, no, fam, that, that's, that, that's like, already been done, apparently. Huh? According to uh, by that time, that's already been done. Exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, like secure a young rich babe. No, 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 no. We don't do them things. Eh? Maybe, maybe secure an, an old babe who's about to die. <laughs> Get rid of it to her will. Oh, and then be, that's all right. My time is up. <laughs> oh man. All right, KPR. Okay, you're up next. Ready? There you go. Okay. Um, that's the one. Um, I think we did that one already. Uh, ooh, I, I remember this one. Let's do it again anyway. Could could gentle bondage, aka silks, gloves, and blindfolds, not whips and chains, be acceptable forms of foreplay for you? For me, yes. Um, obviously, you know. Just ready. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, uh, it will be a conversation. I wouldn't want to enforce even that, even a gentle bit on someone. But you know, luckily my fiance seems like she's. I have to try stuff, so we'll try stuff, you know. Cheese! 
won't be able stuff. to look at her the same, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God she doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Is that you done, Pia? That's me done. Okay, okay, I think I'm up next then. Um, I'll definitely be down for that. Come <laughs> that you know what, yeah? Even, bam, bring the whips, bring the chains, <laughs> lock, lock everything. <laughs> no, you know what, yeah? I, I, I've actually been thinking about this. You know, this, this whole Wait, point. wait, you've been thinking about this? About bondage. Hey! No, but about, about the concept of bondage. Okay. And how, like, you need, like, a certain level of trust to be able to do that kind of things. So I would hope that, oh, my, sanity, that, but yeah. that my relationship would, would be at that level where my, uh, my partner would trust me enough to be able to, <laughs> to bring out you. all these things. No, but I do it gently and nice. Well, what about her doing it to you? Oh, oh, now you're silent, yeah? Oh, time's up, sorry. Time's <laughs> up, time's up. <laughs> That's how the technique we use, by the way. If you ain't happy with the answer, just silence. silence. <laughs> Let the time run out. All right, Moses, you're up. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm down. Have I'm you used and chains? Why um, would you ask that? Nah, you don't have to ask that. Fam, you've used handcuffs. <laughs> actually, no, we've used a whip. We've used a whip, actually. And how was that? Fam, it was, was alright. <laughs> well, that's alright. We just got in his mouth. <laughs> you said you can't look at any. You said you can't look at my handcuffs. You're married. <laughs> past tense. I can't look at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my days. Alright, but your time is up. <laughs> Interesting. That's very interesting. It'll be interesting talking to the really next time. <laughs> <laughs> Sense, you know? I'm not I'm not maintaining eye contact. <laughs> okay. I think this one's for me. Can torture ever be justified in a civilized society? Might the exception be might an exception be to torture a terrorist suspect to find out information about a bomb which could kill hundreds of people? Um yes, I think that in certain circumstances torture is needed. Because, yeah, like, um, um, like I said, um, there are times when one life must be sacrificed, sacrificed for the many, which isn't the best thing to, um, to, um, to, um, to do, but it's for the greater good, I think. And yeah, and, and if you're involved in terrorist ter- terrorism, then that was your first mistake in, in, in the first place. Cool. <laughs> All right, Moses. Um, yeah, you know what? I, I would say yes. Um, even like. Not even terrorism and stuff like, bro. Like, if if you try to do something to my daughter, um, in, um, what's it? What's 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 the thing? Um, torture. Torture. If you try to do something to my daughter, torture is a very necessary means <laughs> to get back at you. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Okay. Peter. Yeah, I think the problem with like with, with human law is it is human. So even with stuff like torture, there's the possibility where the person is innocent you know you said terrorist suspect you could have 200% evidence you know there have been people that have been cleared of, of rape years after the fact because at the time the evidence they had though 100% enough to convict them was wrong so I have a problem with ter- with torture just because you have that 0.1% that the person actually could be falsely accused Damn and they time. torture them cool alright Moses next one's for you mm-hmm. um why are men more interested in the naked female than women are interested in the naked male? I don't think that statement is true. Mm. I think men might vocalise it more than women, mm. but I don't think it's true. Um, I think girls are just as interested in like a guy's bum, a guy's body or whatever, as a guy is of a, of a girl. Um, they're just a bit more, they can be a bit more sneaky with it, or a bit more covert with it, but I don't think that statement is true. Okay. I think in general it's more <laughs> girls tend to be or at least in my experience girls tend to be more 
moved by emotion per se. So again, like like Mo said, they might not necessarily be not interested in the male form, but I think they are more <coughs> more moved by other things like emotions, like how you treat them, like what you say to them, than men are. Men are more primal, more I just want to you know don't dress up because we're gonna tear it off anyway. So you know. <laughs> Okay, Robert. Um, for me, yeah, like Peter said, I, I feel like guys are more physical, girls are more emotional. That's why it's, it's more likely for guys to ask for nudes than it is for a girl to ask for nudes. Because, okay, because girls just they're not into that kind of thing the same way we are. Like, they're more about the emotional connection and stuff. Mm. We're more about getting it on and just feeling good with it. Even though girls are about feeling good as well. But it's it's like a different type of yeah. type of okay. feeling. Okay. Peter Oh, it's me again. Does the use of hardcore porn naturally lead to rape? Um I don't think naturally is the right word. I think it, it skews it skews the mindset, it skews the image of sex. It skews um, the understanding of it, you know, hardcore porn is all about domination and fighting for some reason, you know. Um, but uh, sex shouldn't have to be that. But I don't think it naturally leads to directly rape. I think it skews sex, it, it skews the image and, and the concept of sex, and that could lead to rape. Mm. I think for me, again, Peter, like, like Peter said, I want to say it like naturally leads to rape, but. Um, like in, in like a lot of porn scenes like the guy's in control they're doing it because the guy wants to do it yeah. and um, like it can get twisted in, in, in the guy's mind that like even if a girl may seem like she doesn't want to do it yeah like because like all these scenarios in like porn scenes seem so like ordinary mm-hmm. it, it feels like just because she, she, she says she doesn't want to do it it doesn't mean that she actually doesn't want to do it yeah and then yeah it means if she starts she will jump in yeah Moses yeah um I think off the bat, porn kind of objectifies people and just turns people rather than into actual people with emotions and and the say and a voice into just objects. So, like extensive exposure to porn leaves a person in a state where you don't view someone of sexual desire as a person; you view them as an object, and that in and of itself can kind of desensitize you to the fact that if a girl says no, she actually means no. Um, you just see it as I want to have sex you're here you've got a vagina let's get this done yeah, I don't time. care what you're saying so yeah I don't think it, it does hands up hands up hands up you can't you can't just carry on you can't just carry on I didn't hear hands up okay. I realised I didn't put context oh, this, oh crap this is my question this is the thing what level of pornography do you find acceptable hmm. <laughs> well I don't think any level of pornography is acceptable but I guess it depends what what we, we like mean by pornography, because if you look at stuff like like anime and stuff, it can be very it can be very um, suggestive, like uh, uh, like how all the girls have like big chests, small waists, and even though that's not like pornography, pornography, it's it, it, it's made sexual for a reason. Okay, my time's up. So it's me, yeah. Yeah. What's the question again? What level of pornography do you find acceptable? Um, I find that question a slippery slope. Because if you say this level is acceptable, you start to push the boundaries. 
now and then. And then you become desensitized to this level, so you kind of push it to the next level, push it to the next level. Um, I'll just say avoid all, all, for all entertainment that kind of, well, that's very hard in this in this day and age. Just avoid stuff that just objectifies individuals. question so what do you think about sex scenes in the movie if you see a sex scene in the movie do you think you should stop watching the movie or do you think it's okay to watch it I think um, sex scenes in a movie most often has a context to it no because um, no, like if, if like um, this woman is having an affair on her husband that's the context she's having an affair so obviously the sex scene in and of itself doesn't you don't need to see that to know that she's having having an affair with her husband. Um, I've always it's always been awkward because my dad would just be like, "Where's the remote?" and then change the channel. <laughs> um, I would use it with my daughter. I always use it as an opportunity for to discuss what is right and wrong within sexual contexts. But in terms of my own pleasure or enjoyment, I would just say like, well, either fast forward if you can, um, like avoid those scenes. Continue watching the film, but avoid those scenes. Okay, Peter. Yeah, I think personally, you know, if I know that there's going to be extensive sex scenes like Fifty Shades of Grey, I'm not going to go watch yeah, it. Yeah. I'm, I'm just not going to go watch it. But with movies especially where, and, and I disagree with Mo in the sense of sometimes there is, well, there's context actually, yeah, I can't say that. There's context. But sometimes it's not needed. Sometimes it's just gratu it's gratuitous. Okay, we're going to have sex and so we have to put this sex scene in the, in the movie. Um, and if I know, if I don't know that that's happening, most of the time I can't affect if I'm in the cinema I can't tell them it's <laughs> you know closing your eyes just seems you know superstitious so uh, so you watch it so I was watching you know and then you, you know, enjoy it keep it moving it's part of the movie I'm enjoying the movie <laughs> alright them diplomatic answers uh, but then like with series like with Spartacus and like with Game of Thrones where I know there's lots of sex I don't watch it yeah, yeah there's times up yeah. alright Mo your question are you not going to answer your own bonus question? Oh, um, do I, uh, what's the one question? Um, movies, if it's a movie, I watch it because you can't stop the movie. Yes, you can. No, you can. You can't. You what? Can, you can get up and walk away. Nah. If you're on Netflix, is... if you're on ITV, whatever, you can, you can actively do something about it. But your time's up anyways. Yeah, my time's up, sorry. <laughs> no. It's just this time, man. It's just getting in the way. Yeah, sure. Alright, Moses, you're up. Mm-hmm. Um, um, why is it considered worse for women to have many sexual partners before settling down than for a man? I personally think it, it, it's, it's a double standard, um, but it's a case of like the guys are entering the woman in it, so it's like you've had a lot of people coming into you, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> but it's like it's like literally you've allowed people into you, um, and that's where the issue kind of lies with men. It's like you leave your, it's like you give yourself to someone or you, you kind of get your pleasure and stuff and I think it's the double standard that's seen as guys just want to do that for pleasure yeah, whilst girls are a lot more emotionally attached Peter? Yeah I agree it's a double standard I think neither should be encouraged or you know not unaccepted uh, unacceptable because people do whatever but neither should be encouraged or praised and I think there is a double standard in that it should be neither 
though, I should try and like, you know, sleep around as much as possible. Have that body count. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, for me, I think it goes back to that whole thing about guys going out to claim, claiming what they want. And um, no one wants something that's already been claimed by someone else, isn't it? Bag of old people. And like everyone's been saying, it's a double standard. Um, which we need to work on. How we work on it, I don't know. We, we, we know it needs to be worked on. But what the stages are to be worked on, to, for it to be worked on, that's, that's something we have to work out. And then when we do, we can implement it. And then everybody can be happy about who they've slept with and not feel judged more than... Yeah, we should be happy about who you slept with. Not necessarily, but time's up. <laughs> um, that was Moses. Sophia, you're up next. That was more black people. Which is more important to you in your job? A good boss, nice workmates, interest in work, money, or other? Interesting work, easy question. If it's not interesting, it, a good boss, other people, I can, you know, I, I, I can I can ignore, I can ignore that, I can, I can deal with other people. But if I'm not able to consume myself with the work, uh, then then it's a, it's a much more difficult prospect than all the other stuff. Okay. What was this? Oh, is it me? It's like, you. It's me. Yeah. Cool. Um, oh, let me restart this. Hold on a second. We start. Okay. I think for me, the most important, I think, honestly, I think it's the money. <laughs> like, I think, like, from, like, working with children and knowing the stress it is at times, like, I had one child use, a, like, a board pen on an interactive board. Oh, no. <laughs> and I didn't understand what the violin lesson. <laughs> why, why, why she wanted to pick up a pen around the board? I don't know. No. Like, well, the only thing that got me through it was the fact that I know, yeah, I'm getting paid more for this. <laughs> what is this? Um, I, I agree with Peter. Interesting um, work subject. I think um, if you enjoy what you're doing, that in and of itself is payment. Um, and obviously the money is, is another in, additional incentive. Obviously you won't go for something that's just paying pennies. But um, When the money itself becomes a bonus. Yeah. That, that, that's just you're in a good place. And I've been in jobs where I didn't enjoy it, and it just literally drained the soul out of me. Or drained the life out of my soul. That's it. Okay. Um, so yeah. Cool. Um, it's me now. Should politicians' expenses be open to public scrutiny? Yes. <laughs> if you're the one making all these laws, taking all my money, then I want to know exactly where, where, where your money is coming from and where it's going to. Because it's only fair. Because like, if you have all that information about me, I should have that exact, exact same information about you. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, I agree. Um, I work in the church, and people are now demanding churches provide their expenses. Um, church ministers and stuff are being demanded to provide an account for how they spend their money because it's congregational giving and blah blah blah. I think the government should be held to the same standard. I'm paying your wages, and you should give me an account as to how you're spending the money that I'm paying to you. Simple as. Okay, Peter? Yeah, easy. Simple. Yeah, definitely. Okay. <laughs> and I don't think they should be allowed to get £100,000 gifts and put it in Swiss bank accounts as well. Mm. Shout out David Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> Moses, 
for women, sex is about pleasure. For men, sex is about the need. Do you agree? Partially. Um, I, f- I, f- I feel this is a generalisation again. Because um, I know some girls who would just have sex for pleasure. There's no... Um, that's, yeah, just have sex for pleasure. There's nothing. But some girls actually be like, no, I need to have sex. Nymphomaniacs. Like, right, I need, I need to have sex. But, um, and guys as well. I know guys that enjoy it and guys that actually need it. And some, for some, it's, it's, it's both. So I can't agree or disagree. I think it's a generalisation that doesn't necessarily take individual into account. And time's up. Peter? I think for me, uh, as a guy, it's not about need. Uh, you know, uh, you can get the same release from going to hit a heavy bag a couple of times. No, so. you can't. No, <laughs> you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of someone who hasn't had a lot of sex, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but I think it should be for pleasure for both. I don't think you should need it. I don't think you should, yeah, I don't think you should need it. Um, yeah. I feel for me, for me, when I hear the, the word need, it's like something that you can't live without. Yeah. Like food, water, shelter. Yeah. Sex is not a need. Exactly. Like you've lived, like if you're a good Christian, you've lived like how many years of your life? At least like the last seven to eight. Mate. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> without sex. So if you can go that long without it, then, you know, going two or three days without it at a time, it's not going to kill you. That's two, two or three, three days. days. How about a year? To me, how, about, how about you? you've got married don't say time. Don't say time, yeah? How about you got married and you went a year with No, her? you can have an extra 30 seconds or you can have a bonus question. So yeah. you can make that bonus question. Yeah. That he then has to ask. So then you, you, you're married. Yeah. You've had sex for like, rah, to your heart's content. Well, not to your heart's content, but, and then you go like a year without having it. But why would you go a year without having it? Not by choice. What do you mean not by choice? She's pregnant. She's yeah. pregnant. She's, well, not the, yeah. she's not the horny pregnant type. She... Found the ways around she's that there, isn't well. there? She's a stay but she's not on it. away from me, pregnant type. Yeah, but that's not, yeah, that's like... Nine months. You know, but, 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 yeah, but then, for the whole nine months. After, after she recover, gave birth, after yeah. Giving birth. You just have to find ways around it. What, what, are, you, what are you saying? Okay, time's up. <laughs> <laughs> but there's ways around anyway. This conversation for... <laughs> when you get married. <laughs> for, for a lengthier episode. Um, uh, Peter? Should paparazzi and tabloid journalists have the right to the private lives of celebrities, or is this the price of fame? Um, I think that's the price that they choose to accept. You have some celebrities that don't do anything that will put them in the public eye, don't necessarily live extravagant lives that will actually serve as good, you know, tabloid material. So I think I think that's that's the choice that they choose to accept. Um, I don't think paparazzi should be given the rights to it. But, you know, that's that's the celebrity culture we live in today. Okay. Um, when I see this question, one thing that's brought, brought to mind is the whole Princess Diana thing mm. and how she was being chased by the paparazzi mm. and how that was kind of um, part of what led to her death. Mm. So I think there needs to be a balance. Yeah. Like, if you're a celebrity, then you've got fans that people need to know what you're doing because that's the role you've taken on. Mm. But at the same time... People should be mindful and like have boundaries mm. because that's just the human thing to do. It's a nice thing. Moses, my answer is no. <laughs> just straight no. Like it, it's just all idol worshiping mm. to a degree because it's like, ah, oh, Kim K, what is she doing now? Shut up. Go read the Bible. Go read the book. Like it's. I, I just find it too obsessive. Mm. The need to know and the need to. 
you don't have a right to know what someone else is doing. I know that in the olden days, the celebrities used to manipulate what was put out about them to and kind of time. create. Stop. <laughs> well, I was gonna have to work on shortening his answers, man. Don't know. So who's this one for? You, me. In the armed forces, in combat situations, should men be on the front line? No, should women be on the front line with men? Yes. Why not? If you've got the ability to, to hold the gun and shoot and fight, then if, if you're a man or a woman, um, that's the only reason why you shouldn't be up there with them. Because mm. guys like to say that um, women are weaker than men. But there are many cases where um, a trained military woman is, is stronger than your average man, so that kind of thing goes out the window. Mm. And when you've got a gun, strength <laughs> plays no part in anything. Mm. Yeah, that's me. Um, I would say, yeah. Um, obviously, like feminists and stuff will say, yeah, yeah, but it's, it's like I think it was a hot, it was a chivalry thing where men was like, men are gonna go out to protect their women, sort of thing. Um, so I can kind of understand that from a chivalry sort of uh, perspective. But if a woman is able and ready to support and to fight for her country, I say, why should you deny her that right? Yeah. Deny her that that privilege to be able to serve her country. And also, that's not the only way to serve for both men and women. Um, there's different ways of fighting and uh, working the armed times. I think the whole, you know, women and children off the, off the sinking Titanic thing is not only, or it's not just a, um, it's not just a chivalry thing, but it's also self-preservation. Women are able to produce, so you just need a few men, and if you've got five, ten women, you can uh, still yeah. reproduce and <laughs> uh, repopulate. Um, that said, gender equality means I have to say yes, um, women should be on the front line. And shoot just as much as men. <laughs> Time's up. Shoot just as much as men. <laughs> <laughs> the repopulation. Put, put to that. All right, cool. You know what, Billy? Um, population's low, so yeah. for the next year and a half, we're just gonna need you to have sex. Okay? Don't Absolutely. do anything else. We'll pay. We'll pay your rent. We'll buy you food. Just have sex. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm down for that. <laughs> ah, what's your job description? I have sex. <laughs> Repopulator. <laughs> <laughs> Moses, would you ever visit a shrink? Do you think you can save money by talking to a friend? Um, I trained as a counsellor, so I can't necessarily say no. But, um, yeah, I think it has its benefits. Talking to someone who doesn't hold a bias or won't agree with you for the sake of agreeing with you and was trained therapeutically to be able to allow you the room and the space to explore your own stuff is really good. So, yeah, I'll say yes. Peter? Um, I think last time we asked this question as well, and I don't think necessarily I have to speak to a psychiatrist or a shrink, but I think it's important to not be naive and think that I can just talk to my friends on this call. You know, you've got people like your pastors, you've got the elders, you've got people with more experience in certain things. They're all available to speak to, and I think it's worth taking those avenues um, and maybe saving money there, but I don't necessarily think you have to speak to a shrink. Um, or a psychiatrist per se. Um, sorry, I know this is thing. I'm just throwing this out there based on what Peter said. I'm not looking for an answer or anything. But can't you see a pastor or an elder as taking the position of a shrink? Oh yeah, absolutely. Without necessarily. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. Go for yeah. it. I think for me, uh, I think I would consider seeing the shrink. Well, only if, if I. I mean, you kind of need to. Oh, stress. But only if I had like. No friends. No, like the money on the side, like, like money not doing anything. Mm. 
going to be something that, yeah, I'm going to save up and, and go see a shrink. No, it's not that deep. It's, it's really not that deep. But I, I, I do see the benefits. But like when we're saying, they're, they're like trained professionals. They know ways to be able to help you get through whatever you're going through. Bonus question. Instead of seeing a shrink or talking to a pastor or someone, is speaking to God enough to get you through whatever woes you're going through? Who, who's that question for? I'm just throwing it out there too. Yeah, okay. Um, so first, yeah. Do you, do you want to go first? No, you go ahead. Okay. Um, I think that that can sometimes be a cop-out. Um, God has given us the body. For that, God has given us each other for the edification of the body. God has put us in a community that we're able to lean and depend on each other. So, if God wanted Him to be the only person and only being we need, He wouldn't put us in a body. He wouldn't put us in a church. Um, he would just say, "Sit at home, read your Bible, and let me teach you everything that you need to know." Yeah. Yeah, I think it can be a cop out, but I also think it can also be a solution. I think it is possible to only speak to God um, and receive, you know, your, your answers from Him. Um, but again. You know, part of that answer could be leading you to others, uh, could be leading you to a pastor, to other people, to friends, to people with more experience. Uh, but also, it could be him speaking to you directly. So I don't think it's a cop out, I think it's a possibility. I said it can be a cop out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it can be a cop out. Yeah. Tension. So, for me, I think it's just down to be like being discerned of like the Holy Spirit and seeing mm. where, where He's leading you and who He's leading you to. Sometimes it'll lead you to someone else. Sometimes it'll lead you to this like. Very suspicious point. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it'll lead you to like a verse of scripture. Mm. And yeah. Just be open to be led. Yeah. And then you, and no wrong can happen. Hopefully. That's <laughs> okay. so question, yeah? No, that, that, that was your question. No, that was the question. No, that was the bonus question. That was the bonus question. Yeah, but it was, it was based off your question. Is life better or worse for kids today? No, is life better for kids today or worse? Uh, it's a two-pronged thing. It's both better and worse. Better in the sense of technology has allowed for stuff like information to be so readily available. You know, you don't have to go too far to find what you need to find when you're looking for something. Um, but also worse for that same reason. You know, porn is more accessible than ever before. Um, false information is more accessible than ever before. So it's it's two pronged and, and uh, both both things both a blessing and a curse. Okay. Anyways, okay. I think for me, I think like health wise, life is better for kids. But I feel like kids today have too much freedom, mm. and which allows them to get away with things that they wouldn't. So I'm like, is life better or worse for kids today? Um, yeah. I think again, I think it's twofold. Um, the sheer fact that we don't beat kids anymore, yeah, I think I think that they've lost a, a fear, a fear for the adults that they sh- they need to have like respect. <laughs> By the same time as Peter was saying, like their technological advancements, the, as Robert was saying, health and stuff is in a much better place. Mm. Um, and like yeah, like social issues and like mental issues are being addressed. So I think it's it's kind of difficult to say what uh, good or worse, uh, good or bad. I think it's both. Okay. Next question is Ooh, this is an interesting one. Alright, this is for this is for yeah. me. Okay. What would your alternative religion what what would be your alternative religion? What or who could you believe in? Ah! <laughs> Jeez. 
I think for me it would have to be um, Buddhism. I forgot the word Buddhism because you know they, they, they preach about inner peace and being at one with everyone in the world, the universe. I think I'd like. <laughs> I think it's the closest to Christianity in, 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 in terms of in, in terms of like loving your neighbor and stuff and like just like being kind to everyone and everything. Also, reincarnation might be a bit wavy, you know. Well, maybe until you come back as a tampon. Literally. That's, that, that's why you have to be good. <laughs> anyway, Moses. Um, I think for me, I'll be one of those guys. I'll be one of those woke guys. Um, <laughs> literally. And it's not. It's not based on what else I think um, is good, but based on how my life was kind of going before I met Christ. I would have been. I would have adhered to some sort of spirituality that had knowledge, but was kind of empty. Um, <laughs> shade, I just throw out there. Yeah. So it would have been, I would have been one of those war guys smoking weed. Time's um, up. Doing martial arts. <laughs> Peter? Yeah, for me, I think it would be some sort of martial art. Um, only because I feel martial arts are all about the mastery of self, mm-hmm. you know, through perseverance. Um, and, and I think if not for Christ, I, that's what I'll focus on, you know, just trying to be better, trying to be a better version of myself through training and perseverance. Okay. See Peter in some Shaolin dojo. <laughs> I would say bald head, but he's not really that far away. Nah. <laughs> I can see him in a monk's robe, though. Yeah, yeah, stop thinking about me in clothes, man. <laughs> I said, I'm th- in clothes. Yeah, exactly. Don't stop, stop, stop thinking about me in general. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so this is for Moses. Do you agree, disagree with euthanasia? What's euthanasia again? Can I, can I just point something out? We're behind the hardest grandma. She's going like some Ray-Bans. <laughs> and she's driving like, like, 20, like 29 pounds yeah. per hour. It's killing me. Can't you guys, euthanasia sorry, is helping someone kill themselves, right? Yeah. yeah. Do I believe in euthanasia? You agree with it? Do I agree with it? Yep. Um, in certain circumstances, I'll have to say yes. If, if the person is just like a lemon on... On, on the deathbed just being held up by a ventilator and but I was just saying all things just be like privy to the spirit if God is saying like well, I'm, I'm going to be healing this person through this situation then just kind of hear and listen to God but if God is saying well like yeah this this, this is it then just be like well do what you got to do so yeah okay Peter yeah I, I hear what Mo's saying and, and I agree to some extent I think it's it's completely true the difference or the problem is it's um I imagine it's incredibly difficult to hear from God in those times yeah. uh, and to separate that from what you want because obviously you want this person to be healed Do you? Um, but unless you know unless you've got some inheritance coming that they're standing in the way of um, but I think my, my problem with euthanasia again is people have come back from worse and that's not to say that people can't come back from death if you pull the plug but giving that option to a human being is always subject to the fact that the person is a human being um, I think I agree with it in, in in certain circumstances, but I know I, I, I wouldn't want to be the person to make the decision mm. as to yeah, end it, kill them, kill them, <laughs> pull the plug. But I know for for me, if I was in like a state where I, I was just not living life, like you know, when like you have no control of your body mm. and like it's people to yeah, place. at that time, fam, just end it, please. Bonus question. If you ask someone to help you kill you, 
does that count as suicide? Yeah. For me, yeah, I think it does. Oh, of course it does. It's still suicide because the intent is for you to die. Even though it's not you that's committing the suicide. But you are supposed to kill you, yeah. Was it? Yeah, I'll say, yeah. It's like running out into a busy street because you wanted to kill yourself and a car hitting you over. It's suicide. Even though that's because you didn't take your own life mm. and another car hit you, you still commit suicide. Mm. So you... So you... So you go to help if someone help you commit euthanasia. Do you know what? I don't think yeah, taking your then, own life yeah. automatically puts you in hell. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And thirty seconds more, just to add to that. I think that idea because we 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 rate it by when do you die? Uh, you know, at what point do you die? Do you die in sin or do you die after repentance? Mm-hmm. So I think because we do that, it's like, oh yeah, if you're going to commit suicide, you wouldn't have time to, you know, think. So you you immediately go to hell. I don't know if that's true. Yeah. Adding first seconds onto that. Um, <laughs> it's like you can someone someone can generally be like like I'm I'm going through hell. I'm going through hell right now. I know that God has saved me. I know that I am His. Like I have seen Him working through my life, but I just can't do this anymore. I just want to go be with God. So I'm going to take my life so I can be with Him. How do you then justify that as you've just committed a sin to die so you're, you're not going to go to heaven, you're going to go to hell? Obviously, ultimately, it's not us that's going to make that call. It's God who's going to make that call. But I'm just kind of throwing out a different scenario yeah. in terms of suicide. Yeah. Okay. Um, <coughs> this one for I forget. Euthanasia. I did, uh, you didn't answer the bonus question, Robert. What's the bonus question? Committing... Um, yeah, yeah, asking yeah. someone to kill you. Is, is that um, sin or murder, whatever? Oh, is it suicide? Yeah. Um, is it suicide? Is it suicide? I don't know. I actually don't know. I have to think about it. I don't want to just give a, like a, a cuff answer. Mm. But if I had to give an answer... <laughs> oh, hey, look, Santa Claus. No, I, I'd, say, <laughs> I'd say yes. It is. No. Indirect suicide. Female mutilation is acceptable, and I think where religious, like you know, it almost validates the religion. You know, circumcision was instigated by God. We then find out, however many years later, that it's actually a hygienic thing. It's actually useful for us. So that then validates the fact that okay, maybe God knew what He was talking about when He said circumcise yourself. But then just maybe, just maybe. <laughs> but then you know, female genital mutilation and stuff like that. There isn't that. Um, there isn't that just validation that you can you can see from whatever happens thereafter. You know, it's mm. it's, it's it's wrong. Okay. Um, for me, yeah, I think it's wrong because it's 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 it's, it's, it's inhumane. It's painful, and like I don't know, I don't know the reasons why people do it, but I can't think of any reason why it would be acceptable to do such a thing. And yeah, that's that, that's me. What is this? Yeah, I think.
think I think I think it's wrong as well. Um, I think those who do do it need to have their fingers chopped off. Um, no, I won't go that far. But um, yeah, I do, I do feel it's wrong. I do feel it's unnecessary. I do think some some things are done in the name of religion that just do the religion a disservice. Um, so yeah. Uh, just 30 seconds yep um, in Ghana some tribes used to do it yep and the mentality was if they do it you won't cheat on your husband because you don't really enjoy the sex anyway okay <laughs> so that, that was the mentality that they had that's interesting do you need a last question? no we should end it yeah. okay alright well I think we'll call it a day there hope you guys have enjoyed listening to us answer these questions if you want to judge any of us please feel free no, feel free to judge Peter Moses. <laughs> Leave me out of it. Um, Just remember that the measure that you judge us with will be measured onto you. So feel free, innit? <laughs> if you want to judge us by the word of God, you'll be judged by the word of God. Okay. <laughs> Done, no? Done. All right. Um, handles. You can find us on Twitter at The Furnace UK. You can email us at tbsfurnace at hotmail.com. You can find us on all good podcasting websites. Just search for The Blacksmith's Furnace with an apostrophe. You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash the blacksmith's friend no apostrophe. Shout out to Calvin Turner for the ordinary maiden logo. Brothers and Ryan for the Brothers and Ryan for the intro and outro music. Partners and Ryan. Partners and Ryan. <laughs> Brothers and Ryan. I have to get it wrong every every now and again. Um, handles. Um, I'm gonna shout myself this time. H Muse H. Um, that's on Instagram. If you go to hmeshh.wordpress.com, you get my blog. Um, keep an eye out on the blog as well. There's there's some new stuff that is going to be going up. Um, yeah. Okay. Shout out to Faith Girls Cafe. Yes. Yeah. This yeah. house we're outside now. Cheers. Gonna do some recording. It should be good. Bang some food. You done not. <laughs> get your man out of the gut. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess that's the Blacksmith's furnace. Signing out. Blah. 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 Blah.